What's going on? start by just what your approach was on that final series as far as what you saw get just your play calling on that and then what happened with the clock when you got toward the yeah. end um, the game obviously we got the ball with what was just under four minutes probably uh, they're a really good defense they make you chip away at everything and so uh, you know it wasn't gonna be a quick Quick movement. We're gonna to have to grind that grind that thing out. Uh, I thought we were very patient with it, which was good. Um, kind of grind out a few first downs as we went and got around midfield. Good place. Uh, Dak threw the really good slant to Amari. Made a great play right there. Kind of got us into, you know, high range. You know, we can kick it from there. It's not a perfect one. And then after that, we got to chip away at this thing and try and put ourselves in a manageable situation so we can kick the game winner and move on. Uh, yeah, clock got a little bit goofy. Uh, I don't really like my uh, run to Tony. I, I would have probably called something different there if uh, we'd gone down that road again. But uh, those things always happen through a game. And so uh, ultimately, Greg kicked a 56-yarder. It was awesome. Uh, hopefully, next time it's a 48-yarder. And uh, I, I feel a little bit better about it. But uh, <laughs> Were you looking on the scoreboard? Were you looking down on the? Uh, I was looking across, and then we kind of lost vision of it. And then I, we, we saw one down below, but uh, near the sideline. But uh, yeah, it was just one of those. I I, I kind of felt felt like I didn't make the perfect call there with uh, the handoff to Tony, but uh, you know we still managed it and gave ourselves at least an opportunity to kick the game winner and give them no time, which I think you know we, we want to make sure we were the last ones there. So put your eyes on the overhead, the digital board clocks during the game for most of the game, or were you looking at the end? No, more of the uh, across the way. There's one across, straight across from us, kind of right above the, I don't know what it is, there's a bar, a little restaurant down below, and then there's one in the end zone, and so uh, kind of lost vision of that one, saw one down the sideline, but uh, I was more trying to handle the play call, and Mike was kind of handling the clock, and so, uh, you know, we just kind of got, you know, the personnel thing, got, I got a little jumbled there, because Tony was on the field with Zeke, and then we were trying to get on the ball, and so, uh, yeah. Fortunately, we were able to get through it. Any, any VIPs in a restaurant down below where you can see if they're eating there? <laughs> oh man, the uh, to be honest, the cam the camera guy when it's like on the car, he kind of moved right in front of the screen, the uh, play clock, game clock, and so uh, yeah, there's some unique cameras in there, uh, screens in there, which uh, it's a cool place, but there's some unique stuff. <laughs> Tony, it looked, I don't know if you saw on film, it looked like he just stayed outside and he got more yards popped run out of bounds. Is that what y'all saw? There was a chance, yeah. I think we were, we were right on that uh, threshold for Greg, obviously. Uh, felt like we, we just need some positive yards here to get it into a good situation. Felt like we had an opportunity uh, based off their defense to maybe see if we can get a, get a chunk out of it and uh, get a nice, you know, big, bigger run because they seem to be playing a little bit more coverage based. And, uh, you know, uh, James ran with them, and then there's two defenders already out there, so they're kind of in a three for two. CD can only block one guy, and uh, you know, uh, Tony made the decision. I think ultimately there's a chance maybe to get outside, uh, but he just went north and south, got as many yards as he could, and uh, you know, put us in position. When Amari gets hurt and you lose the timeout, how does that change your approach uh, as to what you guys have when it goes from two timeout to one timeout? Yeah, one timeout, you're always trying to save it as much as you can for the last play just because of. Uh, 
you know, especially, you know, there's games where maybe the penalties are a little bit higher. And so you don't want to put yourself into a 10 second runoff situation. So we're always trying to save that timeout as long as possible uh, just to protect ourselves from anything that comes up. And so we're trying to, we use the sideline the first play, got a completion, try to see if we can steal ourselves a run there. And then after that, uh, we'd be able to chip, it, chip away at it if needed. Can I talk about you being very patient in that game? Is that difficult for you or have you grown into a patient play caller? Yeah, I think uh, I think time on task. Obviously, you, you learn to be a little bit more patient. Uh, you know, the first run goes for whatever it was. It might have been negative. I can't remember. Uh, but after that, you kind of know. Okay, we're going to stick with this. We're going we're to make our little adjustments. Find our find our way here. Uh, again, I, I think it's it was awesome for our offense that two weeks in the season we've played two very different styles. You know, two very different styles on defense, but we've also approached it two, two very different ways. And uh, so I think guys see that. It's going to help us along the way that we're going to be able to play these different flows throughout seasons that we're not stuck one way. We're not going to do one thing, you know, week in and week out. We're going to do the exact same thing. Um, so I think hopefully as we go through this, we'll find game plans and matchups that we feel are to our advantage and we'll attack people different ways. Helen, I think the Broncos captured you and Dak on the bench at the end of the game, kind of embracing when Greg makes a field goal. How much of that was happiness, relief? I mean, take us through the emotions of that moment and what it felt like to get the win, especially with the uncertainty at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, obviously uh, a big win, you know, anytime early in the year. I think it's important to, to split these first two, especially when they're on the road. Find a way to split them. Obviously, everyone wants to win every game, but you split the first two is, is obviously important. Now we got a home stretch here, and we'll see where that takes us. Uh, Dak played a really good game. It was going to be a patient game on his end. You know, he, 23 to 27, I believe it was, right? Uh, you know, it, it was going to be a completion game, and that's the way that defense plays, and he's got to be patient. And uh, I think credit to him that he was willing to just keep taking it and keep moving the chains. How do you all feel Joey Bosa obviously wasn't a big factor in the game. Yeah, obviously big kudos to uh, Terrence. Uh, phenomenal game by him. He did a really good job. I think other guys obviously helped along the way, but at the end of the day, that thing was about Terrence uh, showing up and playing a really good game. You mentioned Pollard's ability to get north and south. What makes him such a dynamic playmaker with the ball in his hands? Yeah, just his suddenness. You know, he makes a decision, he goes, and I think he, you know, that's an extremely uh, talented trait, I guess you'd say. Uh, you know, he, he's got some ability that's tremendous, and uh, we love it. We love having Tony. We love having Zeke. We love being able to play different styles of ball, play both of them at the same time uh, at different times. And so, uh, you know, I think we're, we're in a unique spot. We're, we're very fortunate to have both those guys because the uh, season's long, and you're going to need both of them. We're going to use both of them. Uh, the throw that made tomorrow, just talk about how he decides if he ripped it right in the tight window, just a big time throw there. The slant late? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great decision by, by Dak. Just a simplified game. We got an opportunity to throw the slant. Amari obviously does a tremendous job on slants. Dalton Schultz is also a big part of that. He ran a, he ran essentially a slant inside and ran right through the inside shoulder of his defender, which kind of forces that defender to stay there for just a, just a second. Gives him just enough time to have that opening to throw it to Amari. So uh, all three of those guys, big kudos to all three of them. Talk about Schultz as a blocker. He seems like in that game a lot. You asked him to do a lot in the middle of the line. Yep, Schultz. He, uh, you know, those tight ends. They got to do a lot of different jobs. You know, they got to go make big plays like Schultz did on third down in the red zone. Go make a catch down near down near the uh, the uh, turf. He makes a big play there, and then he's got to go back in there and keep grinding away. And he did a tremendous job. We asked those guys to block defensive ends at times, which is tough. You know, when you're blocking, you know, Joey Bosa and these different guys on the backside of runs, that's, those are tough tasks. But uh, he, he's been up for it. 
for as, really as long as he's been here. He, he's done a tremendous job for us, even in the play action world. Uh, those tight ends blocked some of those defensive ends a few times when we felt like we had opportunities, and they've done a really good job. You were talking about the, the two different styles in these two games offensively and how that helps uh, this offense and their confidence going forward. But as far as having two such desperate games for defensive coordinators to study this early when you've been that effective, how does that help you? Uh, or, or edge does that give you going forward? Yeah, I think anytime you present different things on film, it makes makes defenses work. Uh, you know, we do it with defenses at the same time when when they give us stuff that we got to prepare for, and so we're trying to we're trying to create game plans, especially early in this year, that give us an opportunity to be successful. We also give defense a lot of things to deal with, work on. Uh, people only got so many, so much time during during the weeks, and so when when you give them a lot of stuff that they got to prepare for, ultimately they got to pick and choose what they're going to focus on. And uh, I feel like we're we're fortunately in a place where we got a lot of personnel that we can roll. We can play with multiple tight ends, multiple running backs, multiple receivers. CD even got in the in the run game action this week, and so uh, the more we do all those things, I think it's going to help us in the long run. Is that just about getting your playing because? Yeah, yeah, and obviously that's a personnel package. At times, we, we, you know, we can take Tony and Zeke off the field and still feel very comfortable. And so uh, that's a testament, obviously, to our tight ends, to our receivers. That you know, we feel very comfortable with those guys. CD's done that stuff. He did at Oklahoma. He can run the football too. And so uh, we snuck that one in there, and uh, I think it's going to be good for us. Swing gate, y'all call it swing gate. What y'all call that? I'm both. That's what we call it. Yeah, swing gate's a good one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to call it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there eventually, but uh, yeah, we just we we felt like it was it was an opportunity. It's something that's uh, you know teams have done in the past at different times in, in the NFL. hasn't come up for a couple of years here, and so I uh, felt like it was a good opportunity versus this defense to just give them something different, something they definitely haven't been preparing for. Try and get a get an easy one out. Uh, threw it to Tony, got a nice little play. Second time we got a little a little aggressive, uh, probably to my own fault. Uh, just giving ourselves one more shot there to try and see if we can get one more play out of that personnel package before uh, before they had an opportunity to get to the sideline. How many times do you need to see that in practice before you say, okay, well, I'm good for seeing this in a game? Uh, two. You know, we'll, we'll work those things in walkthroughs. I think just the live action, you want to see it. You see it, you know, two times and then uh, feel good about it. There's things that, you know, we'll install and it, it may take all the way to week, you know, it may take Thanksgiving to finally get it, get it in the perfect spot. But, uh, you know, we're always trying to find creative ways, different things that we can do with the offense. And uh, we got smart guys. They, I think they enjoy it. They like having fun uh, doing different things. And so uh, we try and utilize everyone. Is it good to put a lot of things, different things on tape, personal groupings, including that one? early in the season just for future opponents to plan for it? Yeah, certainly there's value to that from a from an early season standpoint. Uh, we'll continue to go through this process each and every week. Uh, if we feel like there's something out there that will give us an opportunity uh, that may be challenging for the defense, we're going to put it out there. We're going to rep it in practice, see how it looks. There's going to be times where, hey, maybe it's not not this week. It will keep working it, keep working it. We'll find the right spot for it. And so uh, I think our guys approach this thing the right way. What do you remember most about your discussions with Philadelphia last year? Uh, it was an awesome opportunity, uh, opportunity to kind of go through the head coach interview process. It was it was a lot of fun. I grew from it, and uh, it was a really, really good experience. Did you go up there, or where, where did you meet them? Down in Florida, Florida. yeah. And how long? What was the day like? Was it like a 7 to 7 kind of thing? Or? I think it was a pretty full day, pretty much the whole afternoon and evening. So uh, it was a really good process. Uh, 
you know, good guys that uh, I was able to you're able to talk a lot of football, go through stuff uh, from your vantage point. You're going to learn from it. There's going to be things you're going to grow. You're going to, you know, say maybe maybe I need to approach that a little bit different. And there's going to be things you feel pretty confident about. And so uh, it's awesome. Did they pick your brain? What's that? Did they pick your brain? Maybe to get some insight on, on your game plan. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know how, he, how he's digging on some personnel. I get it. So, no, those guys are good guys, and uh, it was a good process. Mike said this afternoon he thinks you're ready to be a head coach. You'd be an excellent head coaching candidate. Tony was talking about on the broadcast yesterday, too. Do you feel like you're ready, and how immediate of a goal do you think that is? Uh, more of an off-season thing. I mean, once we get into the season, I mean, I don't, I don't really care about it. So uh, kind of focused on trying to figure out Philly and – off season, when those opportunities present themselves, if they do, awesome. Love that opportunity one day, but uh, we'll see where that takes us. How much has it done for you? Do you feel that that you came in with Jason and, and now Mike, and they have different sort of coaching styles as far as what they want offensively? How, how has that helped you develop and, and you incorporate a little of each in, in what you want to do going forward for what? You eventually every every stop along the way, every person you meet, you're gonna take something from them. Uh, I had Jim Schwartz and Jim Caldwell in Detroit as a player. Uh, took plenty from those guys. They were very different coaches, very different approaches. Uh, Jason here, Mike here, Chris Peterson in college, uh, so on and so forth. You're, you take a little piece from everyone that you get to interact with, and. Uh, you know, you're constantly kind of evolving and, you know, adjusting things. Maybe I view this a little bit different. Okay, I got this opportunity to listen to Dan. You know, he's been a head coach for a long time in Atlanta. Okay, now now I hear this little piece from him. Maybe I maybe I need to rethink this approach. And so uh, I think it's the fun process of this thing. You're always growing. You're always trying to learn from these different people, and it's been fun. You mentioned earlier the players are enjoying some of the wrinkles like the CD run. How much are you enjoying it? Is it kind of taking you back to your college days a little bit to – be able to do all this different stuff. Yeah, I think it's fun. And I think uh, the more comfortable we get with it, it's it's just plays. I don't think it's this big. When we call CD to run the football, I don't think everyone gets all giggly on the sideline, like, oh, my gosh, we're running that play. Like That's just part of our offense. That's what we do, and that's part of how we approach this thing. Uh, we're not just going to, you know, play smash mouth every single play and run play action. We're going we're gonna to be willing to open it up and go for it and have some fun. What, if anything, stood out? In the first quarter of that game, just the way the Dolphins quick game it was 13 first down. Yeah. It's pretty historically irregular. Yeah, the tempo. Uh, the tempo really it starts with the O line, how those guys work. Uh, you know, hey, they get tired, but the defense is getting just as tired, if not more. They don't know when the ball's being snapped. So you know, you know when you can control your breathing. Those guys push the tempo the entire time, and that was huge for us that those guys pushed it, and then everyone else kind of follows. And when you run the ball and you get five yards, six yards, seven yards, you're able to chip away at this thing. You're able to sneak in some passes in there. Uh, we were able to take advantage of a bunch of reps in there, and that was really big for us. But it starts with those big guys. It always has, always will. Are you, as a play caller, mindful of where our defense is down and starting defensive ends, going up against a really high octane offense, and you know when we control a game like that to start, is that all in the back of your mind going into a game or during? There's always discussions. We're always talking about this thing from a team perspective. Uh, certainly, you know, Mike, Dan, myself, uh, Bones. 
how this game needs to be played. And so uh, we're always going to approach it that way. And within games, there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be times where our defense is on the field for a long time. It's probably not the time to try and run three plays as fast as humanly possible and you know put ourselves in a compromised situation. So uh, you're just always kind of find, finding those spots. And but again, we always want to push the tempo as much as we can whenever we feel like it's our advantage. Did you think Zeke had a chance to get in there? We were close, yeah. That was awesome. Uh, we, were, we were really, really close. Uh, awesome job by everyone else because we kind of have worked on those type of situations and some uh, scenarios. And uh, CD did a really good job. They, they kind of played the defense that was, I thought, a smart defense. They did a good job against us. CD was able to find a way to get the ball and then ultimately kind of get going where he had his opportunities to pitch the ball to our receivers that were over on the right side. And so I felt like it was, it was a good play. It gave us a chance. Thanks, CD and Zeke. We're saying they had to improvise a little bit at the beginning of the call. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They played a defense that maybe we hadn't seen prior to. And so uh, I thought it was a good good adjustment by them. And uh, obviously, we'll make adjustments as we go. But uh, it, it was good. It was a good job by everyone else not panicking. You know, it's kind of a, it's one of those plays that may never show up. You know, we may only get one more the rest of the year in that scenario. But, uh, you know, it's it's a situation that you want to be prepared for and handle accordingly. How was he working on she pitched? It looked like Jamel Hollow got there because it was like a perfect pitch that Zeke could play. Yeah, it was, it was good. And especially, you know, that's a unique situation because, you know, one of our points is, you know, you don't tuck the football. You got to be able to pitch the ball. This isn't, you know, this is the one time everyone will tell you do not tuck the football. And uh, ball security is not the number one thing. So uh, it was fun. It was fun. I think those guys enjoyed it. Are you in Dak's ear in those two minute situations? Or is it just call the play and get out and let him see everything? Yeah, I want to try and be as. Uh, short and concise as possible with them. Uh, obviously, if we need to gather additional information, I'll, I'll throw it into them. But uh, I've been in, been have the headset on. You don't need someone talking to you constantly and while you're trying to play the game in a two-minute drill in the NFL. Uh, you need need the play, need any other pertinent information. After that, I need to stop talking to them. And at what point did you say, OK, just, hey, just let, we're going to let it go and just call a timeout here in that last 30 seconds. Yeah, I think once once we got down above or below about 17 seconds, 15 seconds, I think at that point, okay, we're just going we're just going to make sure where this is our last play and let's uh let's bang the timeout and put ourselves in a situation to have the last play of the game right there. Zach Martin, what did you fun reviewing his game see there and secondly, the upcoming matchup with Fletcher Cox, is that Something you look forward to twice a year every season? Yeah. Hey, this game, a phenomenal game by Zach. Awesome to have him back. His presence, everyone feels uh, his command. Um, he did a really, really awesome job. And uh, him and Terrence on that right side, they did a great job. They, they settled that whole thing down over there, took care of business all game. And as far as this game, obviously, Zach has played Fletcher a number of times. Uh, it's one of the best matchups in this division, uh, him and Fletcher. They're, they're two of the best in the NFL, and it'll be a lot of fun to watch. What's this about the maturity of this offense where, like you're saying, 13 first downs, first quarter, two touchdowns. You don't have any touchdowns the rest of the game, but they but they responded in, in key moments of those two field goal drives in the second half. Yeah. Only three drives in the second half. Yeah, yeah, and and that's part of the every game kind of has its own life. I think uh, there's ebbs and flows to every game. There's going to be times like the first quarter where we get a whole bunch of plays and it's awesome, and we're we're in, we're in the momentum and in the flow of the thing. And at times the other team's going to have success too, and they're going to move the ball, and we're not going to have the ball as much. And I think it's credit to our guys that they kind of stayed ready through that whole process. That when they did get a chance to hop out there after you know we make a big interception in the red zone on defense and we're able to come out, Tony's able to hit that run the last play the third quarter I mean that we made an interception and one run next thing you know we flipped the whole entire field and we got an opportunity to go make something out of it
lot of runs come behind Zach Martin. See, labeled him the rock of the offensive line. What impact does he have on the run game? Yeah, obviously his presence. Uh, you know, he, he's arguably one of the best, if not the best, guards in the NFL. And uh, to have a guy like that, to be a guy who you can run behind, he takes care of business. And I think he calms everyone else around him as well, just his command and presence up there. Uh, he's able to help Terrence, help uh, Tyler, help everyone else who's out there. Dak threw less than half the number of times yesterday than he did week one. When you think about his production and what he was contributing in the two weeks, how do you go beyond the box score and say, okay, we're asking something different from him. Here's how he's doing relative to our game plan. Yeah, every every game has its own uh, flavor. And uh, obviously we asked him to throw it a lot in the first game, and that was for a particular reason. This game was about completions. We felt like that all along. It was going to be about running the football and completing passes against those guys. And uh, you know, this week will have its own flavor. And so uh, Dash has got to do a great job of approaching it different each and every week. He does a great job of that. Clean slate once we hit Wednesday. We come in here and it's first and second down day. We introduce some third downs. And, uh, you know, we kind of use that neutral mindset. We got to throw out all the positive, all the negative, And we just got to go back to neutral and reset this thing and look on to Philly. On his interception, what was the coaching point there? Uh, yeah, I think it's just being a little bit aggressive. Obviously, he had been rolling that first first drive of the game, and you know, hey, we're all going to have moments like that, you know, and uh, missed it. Happens. Move on. You mentioned how the Chargers were kind of taking away the deep passing game. Yeah. What's the balance of as an offense? You obviously want to take what the defense gives you, but is there some level at the same time you don't want to let the defense dictate where you attack them? Yeah. Um, Aggressively take what they give us, and uh, we're going. We're we're still going to call shots. We're still going to call throws that give us opportunities to go downfield. Because if they give it to us, let's take it. But at the same time, uh, continue to take what they give us and take those completions. And there's going to be a few opportunities. We're going to take shots, and we're going to still do that, even even in teams that play too high shell. But uh, we just continue to take those opportunities. And when they're not there, find Zeke, find Tony in the in the flats and whatnot, and check downs, and we'll keep moving along. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys.